Welcome to the show, everyone. It is your host, Brandon Hagelin. Today, we are back with Season 3, Episode 1 of the MFFL Podcast. And today, we are joined by Bandit's owner, Connor Moffitt, and Chosen One's owner, Ryan. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. Back third season of the pod. I'm excited to get this one going in the off-season. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I mean, you heard it here first. They are excited, ecstatic to be back. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, the recent Mock Draft 1.0, as well as um, some of the teams, what they're looking like in the offseason here. Uh, anything else you guys want to add in about what we're going to talk about? Yeah, just little um, team recaps, I guess, how everyone's looking. Uh, preview the draft. We just had the lottery um, about a week or so ago. So now we're in full offseason mode. June, have a few summer months here, but next season approaching already uh, i just want to say shout out to the red roses we never went over that uh, winning the 2021 mountville fantasy football league super bowl their second in four years in the dynasty format um really proving to be the first dynasty in the league all i can say is poor money longer they don't really have much of a chance this year and they're uh how about tv remote huh in the the lottery they're they made out really well Three of the top four picks. Really excited to see what he can do. Six of the top 14, I believe. And, uh, yeah, just really exciting time for fantasy football and fantasy owners, especially in, in this league because it's such a special league with such special guys. <laughs> yeah, so TV remote, obviously head, headlining the lottery, had three of the top four. Um, actually, was supposed to have pick one, two, and four, but Moosin jumped up. Um, got lucky, um, moved from three to two, I believe, or from four to two even. I, I forget exactly, but Moosin's in the second pick now. But, yeah, TV Remote has those picks from Bandits and Money Longer for the second straight year. So their rebuild is going as good as as good as good it possibly can, I think. Yeah, and, uh, like, they're foreshadowing uh, TV Remote. I mean, if he does well in this draft he can be probably one of the better teams if not the best team in the north and uh i think he has a good chance of competing this year if he uh drafts well yeah all right so you want to get into the mock draft you want to read it out yeah so uh first like connor said tv remote has the first pick and uh the official mock draft has him taking derrick henry which Solid pick, I'd say. I mean, if he's trying to win, compete, it's a good pick. What do you guys think? Why don't you go through round one, and then we'll just kind of go, say what's we'll going Yeah, go through right. the first ten. All right, two. Moosin, we got Christian McCaffrey, three TV remotes, Stephon Diggs, four TV remote, Tyreek Hill, five Moosin, Brees Hall, six C-Strike, Kenneth Walker, seven Money Longer, Drake London, eight The Chosen Ones, Elijah Mitchell, Nine C strike Garrett Wilson and ten Red Roses Mark Andrews. So anything that like sticks out to you guys there in that first round? Yeah, so I'll I'll take it right away. Obviously, um, Derek Henry going first. There's there's probably four or five players you could argue to go first overall. Um, this is a loaded this is a loaded class. You know, um, this is a this is a really good first couple of rounds. Some of these guys who are coming off contracts are big time with Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, those four guys. I think any of them could be – you can make the case for the number one overall pick. So I'm a little interested. I'm surprised that Derrick Henry is one here. I personally wouldn't have Derrick Henry at number one. I think I'd actually have him 
probably fourth out of those guys, but yeah, one one in the mock draft. Yeah, and I uh I think too, Henry obviously never really gets hurt, but last year he did have a pretty big injury that kept him out at uh what, eight eight to ten weeks, I think. Um but I mean you he is a dominant running back and I mean who knows, he is getting up there in age thing, he's, yeah, he's probably like twenty eight, twenty seven maybe, but uh yeah, we'll see what happens. TV remote always is a question mark going into the draft because he's generally always takes rookies. But, I mean, who knows? If he wants to win this year, he may go those, like, vets who are very good. So we'll see what happens. I think it'll be interesting to see what position um, TV remote and Moosin go for at one and two because, you know, you have TV remote. If, if they get a running back, they're going to have – a couple of stud running backs. Their wide receivers are not as deep. Um, Jamar Chase obviously is a, a really good receiver, but the rest of them aren't that great. So does he go for the wide receiver that he thinks the best? And same with Moose. I mean, he needs a lot of a lot of help in a lot of different places. But he has Dalvin Cook, and he can pair a running back, or he can try to you know get digs again. And we'll we'll see what happens there. You know, you got a bunch of guys that are like the Bush Apple of the class. You know, they're really good. Um, really good players, and it's almost like a toss-up, as as um, Bandit said. Yeah, so unlike the Bush Apple, the Bush Light, Kenneth Walker at six, I don't agree with that pick. Um, rookie running back, obviously, with a chance to have a role right away, so that's obviously going to be guys got on the radar with that. But at six, I don't know. I, I like the guy. I think the rookie wide receivers are a little better than some other – uh, vets coming back so I think that'd be a reach and I don't think C-Strike will go with him at six um, and then the last thing that stands out to me is that number 10 the Red Roses getting Mark Andrews tight end um, obviously the Red Roses defending champs they have four of the top whatever you want to call it five six seven wide receivers in all of fantasy um, insane that that's even possible but yeah an unreal wide receiver wide receiver core um, with Kyler Murray and then some running backs he switches in and out who have done the job. His only real weakness, I said this all last year, is the tight end position. If he can somehow scoop up Mark Andrews at 10, I think that is dangerous for the entire league. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about the rookies. Like, I don't really know who Brees Hall is, if I'm being quite honest with you. Um, Kenneth Walker, I think it's a guy from Michigan State. Um, but there's a wide receiver, a rookie wide receiver on here that I haven't Surprise, not on there, if I'm being honest with you. Um, oh, we're still doing round one. Um, but, but I hate to break it to you. that I know who you're talking about. He's not in this mock. The two but, yeah, Alec Pierce is the guy I'm talking about. I think he's a really good player. I don't know what everyone thinks about him. But, yeah, I mean, sorry, I didn't realize we were only doing round one. Yeah, like Connor said, I mean, so if TV remote goes Henry, Diggs, and Hill, I mean, he's already got Najee, Pitts. Lawrence like he's got he's got some solid players and I mean if he drafts right he could be very good and also Moosin interesting to see him go (laughs) Brees Hall and Christian McCaffrey I mean he's got some weaknesses there wide receiver I know he's got DJ Chark and Monroe on his taxi goes back and gets Eli Mitchell that's what I was thinking too screw you everyone yeah and then signs him to a six yeah or three that'd be funny huh (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so why don't you go through round two, because there's still a lot of darling of players in round two. Yeah, there is. So uh, we got at 11, TV remote, Traylon Burks. 12, Moosin, Chris Olave. 13, TV remote, Keenan Allen. Uh, 14, TV remote, Kareem Hunt, which don't know about that one there. But uh, 15, Playboys, we got Allen Robinson. 16, C-Strike, Sky Moore. 17, House of Fire, James Cook. 18, TCO, Isaiah Spiller. 19, Landsharks, Jahan Dotson. And 20, Red Roses, Cordero Patterson. Yeah, so standing out here in round two, um, I think Chris Olave. Obviously, I'm a big Saints guy. I believe in Jameis. Um, the unknown status of Michael Thomas gives Chris Olave a really um, – What's the word? A really, he's a really great opportunity there. Yeah, he's a great route runner, great player. Yeah, so I think he could be good for years down the road and as well as this year even. So I like that potential pick there for Moosin. So if you take a look at Moosin's picks here with Brees Hall, Christian McCaffrey, and Chris Olave, I would love what they're doing with their three picks in the first 12. If that were to come true, I think that would be a A-plus draft from Moosin. And then down the line, C-Strike, Sky Moore, I like him on the Chiefs, um, kind of like a Tyreek Hill replacement who he had on his um, team for a few years there before he traded him off. But other than that, nothing too notable. Um, I don't know. I think this mock draft will get better as the time goes. There's obviously some picks I disagree with now, but we'll see. It's only it's only June 2nd. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Kareem Hunt, I know that's one that sticks out to me that probably won't happen just because uh, I think they're in some contract disputes and – I mean, yeah, you may have put him there. The the mock draft guy may have put him there because TV remote already had him. But, I mean, I just don't think that's a good spot for Hunt to go. I'd say third or fourth round potentially. But like you said, Connor, I mean, as time goes along, we'll find out more beans, get closer to the draft trades. I mean, the window is open. Um, so, I mean, trades can happen, which can shake up who guys are going to pick or – move up in the draft and select someone else so i mean really as time will tell we'll see what happens that's that's the uh motto on this podcast i mean we'll see what happens i feel like i'm always saying that kind of like mr noonan <laughs> we'll see what happens but uh <laughs> but uh yeah no so anything else you guys want to talk about here no, yeah. So that was that was it for the mock. Uh, we won't we won't do too long of a pod. Now we're just gonna go a quick uh, quick recap of kind of each team where they're sitting. So start out with the Bandits because they're first on my list here. So no picks till the fifth round, I believe. They have nothing, so they will not be getting much more than what they have right now. Right now they have a few quarterbacks expected to cut. Sources saying they will be cutting Baker Mayfield on a three year, cutting Ryan Tannehill. They just drafted last year, cutting him as well. Uh, they have Matt Stafford, so Matt Stafford will be their quarterback going forward on a one-year deal. They have Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara. Those are the two running backs that are worth noting. And then, yeah, they also have Naheem Hines, so I believe the Colts big on him again. Last year they were. They paid him a lot of money, but I think this year he finally, you know, starts to pan out and really can't get a lot of receiving. Yeah, they're saying he's playing wide receiver this year. Lined up in the slot during uh, OTAs. He's really going to be a versatile wide receiver for that bunch. Matt Ryan throwing to him, he's going to be an absolute stud this year. Yeah, and I know Frank Reich did say if he was playing fantasy football, I'd draft Naheem Hines. And, I mean, 
Connor signed him to a five-year deal, so he must have seen promise in him a while ago. And that's exactly why you signed him. from the future? He's been doing nothing but sitting there and being a reliable backup for me. Some guy that I like, obviously, hasn't been as good as I thought, but whenever, we'll take him. He's not hurting us. He's on one year now. Last go-around with the Bandits. So then, on to the wide receivers, which is the strong point of this team now. Um, Mari Cooper, T. Higgins, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, and Michael Thomas. Six dudes there, five, six dudes that can really play deep position there. We're glad we are because a lot of those guys are on five-year deals because we don't have any picks. So those are the future. That's the future for us. Um, and that's that's our core. That's our Higgins, Moore, and Pittman all on five. That's our core going forward. And then Travis Kelsey bringing it back one more time. Last run with the Bandits had him since the startup. One year left on him. And then a couple guys in the taxi, Tua and Zach Wilson. Hopefully they pan out as quarterback. So that's going to be Bandit's team going forward. Nothing is going to change, really. Yeah, I will say, I think people got to put some respect on Bandit's name. I mean, they got a solid roster. Um, dealt with some injuries last year, obviously. But, I mean, you know them. We've seen through, what, 14 years of fantasy football, they can't get it done. So this could be the year that they finally do. Yeah, we all hope so. We all hope so. Okay, next up, House of Fire. The defending North Division champs, which was a shock, um, winning the regular season but bowing out in the first playoff game after their bye in the semifinals. Aaron Rodgers, Zeke, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, Gabriel Davis, Hunter Renfro, Curtis Samuel, Dallas Goddard, Darren Waller, not much on the taxi. Thoughts on this team? I think... This was a surprise team to win the North last year. I don't love the roster right now. They don't have any first-round picks. I think they could have a, a down year compared to last year. Yeah, I mean, depending on um, how, the, like like I said, TV remote, how he drafts, and Bandits obviously have a solid roster. House of Fire, I mean, a little lackluster, I'd say. Um, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, you got anything, Ryan? No, just surprise as well that – that they made it as far and did as well as they did last year by winning the North. I mean, it's not really a cakewalk up there anymore as it once was. And I just can't believe that roster won it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, he did win. We gave like our awards. He was coach of the year for that with the other roster. We didn't think would would win many games, make the playoffs, but they won the North, so that was impressive. Um, next up, Land Sharks, the defending North champions once again i think i believe they won three out of four years so far just dominating the north conference um year in and year out three out of four years the only team left in the entire league to make the playoffs all four years so obviously just a great franchise the second best franchise in all of the league in the history so bringing back lamar jackson as quarterback no longer has russell wilson so now lamar is going to be the guy every week um, running backs, Melvin Gordon, Miles Gaskin, Daryl Henderson, no one, none of those guys really jumping off the page. They got Aaron Jones, who they've had for a while. He'll be their number one running back. You got Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Debo Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster as their wide receiver. So they have a pretty good core there as well. Aging, um, we'll see what happens with Debo. But And Hopkins. Hopkins is out actually for the first half of the year, so maybe not as good of a wide receiver core as they've had before. Yeah, and then Evan Ingram as tight end. No first-round picks for them. Looking at this roster, obviously stuff can change, but with no first, I don't. I think this is another team, along with House of Fire, I see a, a little bit of a down year for them, possibly first year not making the playoffs, actually, because so far they made it all four years, but I'm not loving this roster. 
Yeah, neither am I. I mean, like you said, the running backs are dicey at best. I mean, Aaron Jones is obviously good, but Melvin Gordon will probably see a reduced uh, workload this year because Javante is going to be in his second season. Um, also, Miles Gaskin, he's droppable at this point. I mean, they have about five running backs on that roster. And who is the other one? Daryl Henderson. He's in a committee there with Akers, and they just, uh, drafted Kieran Williams too. may get some uh, – receiving work there but yeah and like you said I mean his receivers that's like the strong point it always has been always probably will be but I mean Hopkins is out the first six games I believe Juju I honestly think he could have a solid year on the Chiefs um and then Mike Evans I mean he's obviously a solid receiver and then Debo but there's a question mark I mean he wants to get traded and the Niners said they're not trading him Debo doesn't want to have that running back receiver role anymore. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Lance Sharks, if this is their first year, they miss a playoff. Yeah, this is, that's a big uh, thing to follow for them. They lost um, – this is probably the biggest loss we've seen in the first four years of, like, who they lost off of contracts. They lost Tyreek Hill, Russell Wilson. They lost Mark Andrews. And they lost Derrick Henry. I believe that's all. But there's four studs. Like, you lost half a starting lineup just like that. That's going to be hard to recover from. They still have some guys, like they have Aaron Jones, Lamar Jackson, um, Debo, Mike Evans. So there's some guys there, but I don't know. I'm not loving it as much as I have previous teams of his. All I can say is sources are telling me that Chosen Ones and Landsharks are in talks. Um, problem is they both need running backs, so those talks might stall. <laughs> That's it. All right, next up. Money longer. I think we have some things to say about money longer. He has eight players on his active roster. You're gonna need to rebuild big time here. Um, after a last place finish in the league, tenth out of ten. Um, been down for a few years now. Not the great start to the dynasty um, format as they would want. Not a great four years at all. I think they made the playoffs one year. Um, nothing. Nothing too great there. So here's their active roster with eight players. They have Antonio Gibson. They have Miles Sanders, they have Brandon Ayuk, they have Tyler Boyd, and they have Jerry Judy. Those are the only noteworthy when I would mention the other guys. Their taxi, though, obviously, is what, you know, they're a young team trying to rebuild. They have Trey Lance, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, Rashad Bateman, and LaVisca Chenault. Those are the main guys. Um, what do we think about Money Longer? I know we have some stuff to say about them. Yeah, I mean, they're the team, like, their eight players aren't looking too hot, but, I mean... I will say that Taxi Squad has some promise to it. I mean, Javante, you obviously saw last year. ETN, I mean, I, I'm a big ETN guy. I think uh, even with him potentially not being a workhorse, I think he'll get a lot of receiving work. Um, and James Robinson's going to be out for a while. He tore his Achilles. And then Bateman, too. I mean, he's a wide receiver one on the Ravens now. And, I mean, they don't throw the ball tons, but still, I mean, could have a lot of upside. Isn't it just sad to to think about Travis Etienne? It's just so much promise. I mean, Travis ACL, I think, is what happened. Um, I think my friend yeah, wants to say something. It was, it was his, something in his foot. It was a weird Oh, weird. Foot. See, that's not what you want to it hear. Was very I, but rare. I also, just in general, I think Money Longer has been worried a little bit too much in the last couple of years about overthrowing me for Sarandon. <laughs> um, and he did that. But... It's time to start worrying about fantasy, buddy. Yeah, you just have the ETN note. That was my yes bean, as I admitted, for yes years for at Clemson. Years. He was my yes bean. I was going to trade up uh, years in the future to get him at 101. I would have loved the dude in college. 
didn't work out. I didn't have any picks and kind of glad that it happened like that. But yeah, nothing else on money longer. No. TCO. Yeah, just not a great team. They do have the seventh pick. Um, and they also have two firsts in the next year, in 2023. So obviously rebuilding. And I will say that 2023 rookie class is looking very good. Yeah, so they, they know what they're doing. They're rebuilding, but I think it might be another brutal year for them um, and their fan base, another bad finish. I think they have good guys, though. You know, they have some, a lot of promise. They could definitely uh, surprise some people, but I don't see I don't it. Know. With who? I don't see it. I mean, they won't. he's not going to pull off like ETN and them. They that would make him have some promise. I don't – yeah, but their wide receiver is like – and Boy, one first, no, one first this year, seventh pick. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, so maybe some more deals. Maybe he'll trade some guys out, get some more picks. And historically, know. he's not a great drafter, so yeah. that's the thing that we have to keep in mind here. Because yeah, seventh overall pick, obviously not a great pick, but if you're a good drafter, you get a steal there. You know, you get a really good yes <laughs> at that pick, but not a great drafter. Um, not really good at signing contracts either. <laughs> Yeah, Money Longer has kind of struggled. He's he's struggled. He's especially the premier guy in the league. Um, you know, with that name, everything, the cockiness, all that stuff. But no, just not a great start. All right, next up, Moosin. Moosin was one of two teams to make the playoffs the first three years. Finally, did not make it this year. He didn't try though, guys. He he didn't want to make the playoffs. He pretty much tanked. Um, missed the playoffs. Now he has a second overall pick. Three picks in the top twelve. Like we went over there, which. Um, is going to be huge. He's going to have a whole entire new look of a team now. He has Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. He has uh, Brandon Cooks. But here's the thing. He has uh, Gasicki. Then on his taxi, he has Justin Herbert um, and Amon Ross St. Brown. And Hurts. Oh, yeah, and Hurts. Yeah, so his quarterbacks, he has three studs there. And here's the thing. Like, right there is not a, not a championship contending team. Maybe just hard to get in the playoffs even. But with those – quarterbacks he could trade for something good he can get some young assets and future veterans with those quarterbacks but then he has three picks as well he can get McCaffrey he can get a rookie wide receiver he can get someone else there I think he has he's back in the playoffs this year in my opinion I think for sure um probably two or three seed there early on my early prediction but I think Moosin's gonna be back yeah I think Moosin's got uh definitely on the upswing here I mean we saw him this past year struggle a bit but I mean like you said, his running backs, like, he doesn't have, like, tons of depth. He's got Dalvin Cook and... Cook and Fournette, two guys. Fournette, but with yeah. the picks, he can get another one. He can get one of each position, really. And then, yeah, his receivers are not that great either. No. They got Cooks, DJ Char. I think the receivers are the hold. His best guy is probably St. Brown from the Lions. Yeah. So that's something... And and they drafted Jameson Williams, so he may go down Yeah, a so bit I think too. that's something the mock drafters need to keep in mind. They didn't really do a good job. I don't think taking I, into account like he should be all over the wide receivers. I think, maybe like Tyree Kill yeah. or Diggs at second at number two. And honestly, I could see him picking yeah, another Diggs. one at seven. He had or Diggs, six. didn't he? Didn't he have Diggs in trading? Yeah, away? yeah, he did. So, so I, I think, think he'll take Diggs one of them. Or, I mean, yeah. yeah, he probably will take either McCaffrey if he's there. No, I don't or think. I think McCaffrey might go one overall. If if it's between Henry and a wide receiver, I think he's definitely going wide yeah, receiver. I which think, is a smart move because if he wants to win again. If if I were him, I'd probably go two receivers first round and then a running back second. Yeah, because yeah. that receiver is where the hole is at. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Playboys. Um twenty twenty champions. So they won um decent amount of games. They made the playoffs this, this past year at seven and seven. They snuck in there. 
Um, bringing back Josh Allen on a four-year, obviously their centerpiece there, stud. They have Nick Chubb, James Conner, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Swift. So off the bat, quarterback, running backs, as good as anyone in the league. No one else can match, can top that, I don't think. Um, wide receivers, this is where their hole is. They have Russell Gage now on the Bucks, um, Kenny Galladay, Corlin Sutton. Um, and Devontae Smith on the taxi. But, yeah, obviously the hole there. Love love the running backs quarterback. Don't love the wide receivers. And then they have Logan Thomas, tight end. Eh. Um, do they have picks? Uh, they they don't do have not have a, a first, first either. So yeah, Do that, they have a second? They do have a second. And right now they're projected to get Allen Robinson, which makes sense. They need a wide receiver. Yeah. But I think as it is there i think they might have to shift some running back for wide receiver trades we'll see if that happens but i, I, I like the roster i think they're a playoff contender but nothing more than that at, for the time being obviously a lot can change yeah i mean i agree the running backs are definitely the best running back core in the league um but the receivers i mean you saw last year with myself running backs banged up all year i had damian harris David Montgomery was out a lot. Dobbins tore his ACL before the season even started. And I had three stud receivers in Adams, Jefferson, and Cup, and I still managed to win the league. So receivers goes a long way. I mean, a lot of people want to say, oh, the running backs are the star power, but receivers are really what gets the job done. You need some solid receivers. Running backs can fill in here and there. Okay, obviously receivers get the job done if they're the top three in the league. Come on, that's silly. It's just silly. You can't expect to have the top three receivers every year. Like, come on. Um, I agree with uh, whatever. But ahead. what I'm going to say, we're talking about playboys here. Um, oh, there it is. I think he will definitely compete in the North. I, I want to say it's a two-horse race between Bandits and, and TV, but I honestly don't trust TV enough, if I'm being quite frank with you. Wait till we get to him. We have a lot to say about him. I wasn't going to spill any beans about TV. I'm just saying that. You don't trust the kid. I don't know if – I think it might be beans. a two-horse race. So, Playboys, I think DeAndre Swift takes a big step backwards this year. I was never a big, big fan of him, so. Well, yeah, I mean, he did murder someone too, so <laughs> look out for that. Playboys, kind of, I don't know, apples to apples with his roster. Yeah, um, bush apples to bush apples. Bush apples to bush apples. Um, you know. All right, next up, Red Roses, defending champs, two out of four years. The premier, number one franchise in the entire league. Looking at their roster, they have Kyler Murray on a four-year deal. J.K. Dobbins coming back off of injury. He's got to be excited about that. Five years. Damian Harris, Ronald Jones, now on the Chiefs. Uh, David Montgomery, Tony Pollard, who was all right last year. Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Darnell Mooney, Noah Fant. And then on the taxi, they have C.D. Lamb. Just a stud roster. Um, I, I don't know. I think they're definitely the favorites again going into next year. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, definitely probably the best all-around roster as of now. Obviously, um, running backs are, like, who knows? Monty, hit or miss, he gets hurt. Dobbins coming off an ACL injury, and they just drafted a rookie. Now, granted, it was the sixth round, but we'll see what happens there. But I am excited to see him back out on the field because he did show promise that second half of his rookie season. And um, obviously receivers, they're very deep at. Uh, wouldn't be surprised, too, if they try to shop away Devontae Adams. I mean, talking in first and third person here, but 
he is my favorite player uh, in the league. So if I would trade him, it would be sad to see him go. But, I mean, it's what's best for the team. Uh, obviously loved Henry last year, but traded him away because I thought that was necessary. I mean, guys on one-year deals, um, I don't know. I, they just lose a lot of value for me when they're on one. But Devontae Adams, obviously, probably – I mean, also, too, we'll see what happens in – Las Vegas with the Raiders. Derek Carr and him were uh, teammates back in college. And actually, Adams had over 2,000 receiving yards, and or maybe it was 1,824 touchdowns, and 100-some receptions his uh, second year there at Florida or at Fresno State. So, I don't know. See what happens. But, yeah, I agree. They are the favorites probably headed in at this point. Yep, and they have the number 10 pick. I'm warning the league. Once again, do not let him get – tight end mark andrews that's his only hole in his entire team no fan upgraded to the number one tight end last year was mark andrews imagine that team with a solid or not even a solid a tight end that's going to win each week that is just scary i offer a counterpoint we should let him get mark andrews because the super team never wins yeah i don't know i don't think it would be good for the, i think he could get another title and then i mean either way he's gonna be the favorite but that could just get a little scary for the league next up we have c strike we ripped on him a lot last year. Everyone is kind of gets made fun of. He gets off to such hot yeah, starts. I expect usually. him to start six and zero and then miss the playoffs. Yeah, usually gets off to a five and one, four and one type of start, then kind of settles down around like six and seven, seven and seven range. Last year was eight and six, I believe, but put up the league low in the history of the league three times, I believe. Just. I don't know. And he was still trying yeah. to win there's, at that time. Yeah, there's a difference. Red Roses, I trust what they're doing. They have great management. They just get the job done over and over and over. See, strike. I kind of feel the opposite. I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Patrick Mahomes on a one-year deal. Last go-around with his only guy who kept him relevant, honestly. Got Cam Akers back. Mark Ingram, who he took first round of a draft that just was a horrible pick when he could have gotten someone else really good. Um, no other running backs that are even worth noting. <laughs> Um, Jarvis Landry, now in New Orleans, Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, Mike Williams. I believe all those guys are on one year. So he is yeah, – he is, his entire team is filled up with one-year guys, and they're not very good. So he's got to make some moves. He has Justin Fields in the taxi, and that's about it. Wow. Daz I think Newsome. they might be in the Daz worst Newsome. position. Let's see what picks he has. He has number six pick. And nine. Kenneth Walker and nine. nine. Okay, so he has picks. So and he, has he has two picks, but and number sixteen. So he has three picks. Thank goodness he has. He's those. he's got a lot to fill, though. He needs to use these picks smart. If he doesn't, he could be in trouble. I'm not <laughs> kidding. For the next five years, this is huge for him. Um, in the past, he is not a good drafter. He goes to these old guys. He picks Gronk. He picks Mark Ingram. He picks these old veteran guys that don't do much for him. He needs to have a good draft. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Does he still have that uh, Javon Weems guy on taxi? <laughs> Yeah, I don't even he know. Does. Oh yeah, yeah. As you guys, start, as you guys said, he's got a lot to fill. I like to think of C-Strike as as a nice natter day. You know, the first four, five, six are good, and then after that, they just suck. You know, they can't really close the deal. Um, but yeah, division rival, obviously, always tough. But gonna need to step yeah, up here. We're in June, so obviously we're just speculating. History picks in the first sixteen, which could be a huge. I mean, three get three studs there, change it around. But right now, I'm going to say on record, early pick to get the wings. Or we're not doing the wings anymore. Um, early pick to finish last place and get the punishment, I believe. 
C-Strike. I do not like that roster where it's going, anything about it for multiple years. I think he's in some real trouble. Yeah, I agree. All right, next up, the Chosen Ones. The preseason favorite going into last year, loaded up on one of the best rosters we have ever seen. Didn't disappoint. Uh, started off slow in the first few games, went like one and two, I believe, and then went on a tear, won a bunch in a row, maybe eight or nine in a row. Got the number one seed in the entire league, but unfortunately bowed out to the defend, um, eventual champs, Red Roses. Um, check out their roster. They have Dak Prescott on one year left. They have Josh Jacobs. Jonathan Taylor, so two good running backs there. A.J. Brown, Jonathan Johnson, D.K. Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, Scratch, he's gone. Robert Woods. Um, so good wide receivers, but I will say, in my opinion, they took a hit this offseason with all the moves. And then they have George Kittle. Um, got Joe Burrow on the taxi and has Jalen Waddle also on the taxi. So a good team. Um, I think they'll be them and Red Roses going for the one seed again, but I don't love it as much, obviously, as last year. And I think um, – Maybe a slight decline, but definitely a playoff team. Yeah, I agree. Um, no first, right, for him? You have a second? No? Have a first? Oh, oh, yeah, you do have a first. Eight, Eight yeah. yeah. He'll so he does have a first. I mean, I will say. He's usually a good drafter. He usually gets someone there on, like, yeah. money longer, C-strike of those type of teams. <laughs> Looking at, well, C-strike's on his own tier. I mean, that's bad. But, uh, no, looking at his roster now, it looks like uh, running back's definitely the the position of need i mean his receivers a lot of them a lot of uh moves going around i mean dk metcalf or not dk metcalf yeah lost his qb aj brown to the birds yeah rob woods to the uh titans ridley suspended ridley suspended yeah season really with this like that could have been an unreal it's still great it's still great but it was really yeah I don't know. It went it went downhill. Yeah. I mean, he thought he was getting Ridley back. And Kittle as well. Not he's still a great tight end, but not as much hype around him it seems like anymore. I mean, Ridley is kind of like the WTA godfather. <laughs> he just can't stop betting. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay Cash it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very worried with with how. Uh, with the roster, the current roster of, of this squad, um, we have thought about blowing the whole thing up, I will say. You heard it here first. <laughs> Big yeah. fan of Josh Jacobs, too. Yeah, but I'll watch out for that guy. He's going to have a really good year as a running back, too. Jonathan Taylor is going to lead the way. He's got more yards after contact than anybody else had <laughs> yards total this past year. So it, it's just like he's on another level. Um, yeah, I just think that they have a lot to be worried about and – and I am worried about him. Um, but definitely running back to a uh, place of need. Um, look for him to make trades. He loves making trades, especially around draft time. <laughs> around draft time. Um, he does steal the draft sometimes. Yeah, it's just what I do. So, so yeah. look for me to do that again. And I just really love the draft. I'm not really ready yet, but I'll be ready. Don't worry. Yep, July 24th, you will be ready. Just draft day 2022. Yep, and, draft. Yep. And last segment, I mean – Last team in this segment, probably the last segment of the show. We're getting high up in there in the minutes. TV remote. And I'm excited to talk about TV remote. I think he is probably the franchise with the most buzz right now, which is such a cool thing to, to see um, after him finishing in the basement three out of the last four years down in the toilet bowl game, three out of the last four. So a team you want to root for, want to see back at the top. You know, you want to see a lot of fluctuation within the league. And I think right now TV remote is the talk of the league, which is just awesome. So... 
With TV remote, he has Trevor Lawrence on a four-year deal, drafted him last year, has Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who has not been what everyone thought he could be. I still believe in him a little bit. He's on a four-year deal. I think he holds a lot of... I don't know the word I'm looking for, but he's a big key to his success this year. I think Clyde is, if Clyde's good, that could be huge. He has Najee Harris on a four-year as well, obviously a stud there. He has Odell, free agent, Marquise Brown on the Cardinals, Jamar Chase, one of the best dynasty assets you can have right now, stud there, Chase Claypool, um, and Kyle Pitts. So last year he hit on Chase, Pitts, Najee and Trevor Lawrence so those guys right there all for four plus years on his team young guys rebuilding but good now um and then obviously with him you gotta talk about the draft picks six picks in the first 14 that's unheard of and I think he could turn himself into a championship contender right away yeah he definitely can I mean you saw with myself 2019 we um went five and eight little bit of a rebuild year traded some assets away uh had two first round picks a second and a third and like you're saying with all these picks i mean it can really shake up um a team i mean it can make them that much better i i got dobbins cooper cup jefferson and cd lamb and those four guys are huge parts of my team right now and that's what i'm saying if tv remote plays this draft the right way, he will be one of the best teams in the league. And you got those with further back picks. He has four in the top 16. Uh, no, he has six in the top 14. I don't yeah, think we've ever yeah. seen that. That's it's insane. I think it's just awesome. He's, he's to talk with the league again. I think it's really good. And he hit last year. I think he aced his draft. I don't think there's anything else you could say. Trevor Lawrence, who didn't have a great year, but I think is going to be awesome. Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, and Kyle Pitts. I, I think he aced it, and he's in the, headed in the right direction. As somebody who has had a lot of picks um, in the past, I could just say I'm very jealous of him. A lot of people don't know what this feels like, and I'll tell you, he should be ecstatic, you know, not being able to sleep at night, just thinking about drafts and drafts and drafts, you know. But, I mean, I kind of disagree with, with Bandits. I, I think Trevor Lawrence was an awful pick. I, I think why why get him there, you know. It doesn't really do you much good. That's my personal opinion. Like, you could have done so much better. Um it's just a personal personal opinion. So that's why I don't really trust him completely, you know. For all we know, we don't know who could be the number one pick, honestly. And, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. We know in the past he picks rookies. Um, yeah. We saw it last year. In contracts, what's he going to do with them? Exactly. And, and like you said with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, did he really have to pick him? He could have picked one in the second round. And Javante Williams was there. He could have drafted he him. Did. Like who? Trevor Lawrence, he got with the 12th pick overall. Oh, it was 12? I thought it was earlier than that. Then never mind. Sorry. Sorry, I'm mistaken. I thought he picked him real early. He could be a great fantasy quarterback. Who got picked after him? Jalen Waddle? Yeah, Waddle went right after him. I got DJ Moore after him, and he took Julio Jones. That was his only bad pick. That was a bad pick. That may have brought him from an A-plus down to a C. No, yeah, so obviously there's a question. Julio's not even on a team. Yeah, I think think Chosen Ones has a point. Can you trust him? I don't know. That is a very good point. He's finished in the last place game three out of four years. So obviously we don't know if we can trust him, but I think he has a real shot. I mean, we can trust him with his trades. You got Barkley and McCaffrey out of there, turned it into a whole entire unit of picks. Um just, just listen to this potential lineup he can go with his six picks. He can have Russell Wilson as his quarterback in the second round. I think he's probably the best quarterback available this year. So he can have Trevor Lawrence and Russell Wilson. One of those guys will probably be solid. 
You can have Clyde, Najee. You can have Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry, possibly. So four running backs. Imagine this. Najee Harris, Clyde, Derrick Henry, and Christian McCaffrey with those quarterbacks. And then also Jamar Chase and then Tyreek Hill or Stephon Diggs. And then plus get two great rookies like someone like Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, someone like that. He has six picks. And then with Kyle Pitts, maybe you could argue one of the best tight ends, probably maybe even the best best young tight end he can be a force for the next five years i think i think right now it's but i think he is the second best odds honestly to win the entire super bowl this year i think it's red roses than him i think he is just in a great spot yeah and i mean like ryan said there's not like people in the past haven't had this many picks like you've been there you know how it feels and i think um it, it's really good for the league to see a true it's rebuild. Great. It's great. I mean, we saw Moosen trade uh, some guys to Ryan, and Ryan or Melvin Gordon got some picks for him, like a lot of picks, which that was that was bad, and that's why Moosen went into the tank because he had no picks. And Ryan, were you weren't the best a couple years ago, right? You weren't that good. Now, like you drafted solid, you got some good yeah, players. Yeah, one bad year blew it up right away. And God um, picks. I took advantage of somebody who gave me a lot of picks. And, yeah, you you can kind of milk the picks throughout a couple of years, which is great. It's great when you know because you can kind of build around that. Um, you really can. Yeah. I, think, I think the whole entire landscape of trading picks now has changed Definitely. because of the chosen ones and because of TV remote. The trades that they got from Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey, and Saquon Barkley, all three-plus first-rounders, I think. Yeah. I gave up four first-round picks for Saquon Barkley. I don't think we'll see anything like that. Again, more than – a couple first rounders for a player like that, yeah, like definitely everything. And now those two guys are going to be great for years to come, just because of those trades. My ending note: I'll just say there's so many options for TV remote right now because of all the picks he has and the young players he picked last year, and all the talent on his roster. There's so many ways he can go, which is exciting, but also can be pressure, kind of scary, a lot of pressure. pressure. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's excited for him. Yeah, and like you said, Connor, I mean, it definitely changed. Like, I don't think we'll ever see people trading three firsts, four firsts for players anymore. Um, It's kind of like how they say Christian Kirk's contract with the Dolphins changed the wide receiver market. He's getting paid $21 million a year. And, I mean, with those McCaffrey and uh, Saquon deals, four firsts, I mean, that's kind of the same thing, just the other way. Like, it's going down because – Everyone knows values are so much different now than what they were then because, I mean, yeah, just take a look at yeah, just take a look at the people who were the other end of those trades. It was Moosin turned into not great for a few years, and um, TCO got the picks right, and he's doing better. Bounce back, and then TV remote most exciting team. He struggled for a few years because, but now he's most exciting team. Yeah. Has a chance to win, so, and then Bandits and Money Longer. Look where Money Longer is horrible. And Bandit's struggling still, feeling the haven't had a first round pick because of the Saquon thing. So yeah, I think it's definitely a change that we've seen already. Yeah, so I think uh that wraps it up for today's episode. You guys got any final words you want to say? No, it's good to be back for season season three of the pod, season five overall of the Dynasty League. Yeah, just thanks for having me on. Yeah, well that does it for today's episode. We'll see you next time. Peace.